on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality guys Today we have Q and AF. That's where you submit the Qs and we give you the AFs. Now you can submit your questions one of a few different ways. The first way is guys, email those questions in to askandy at andyforseller.com. Or if you go on YouTube and you click subscribe and you drop a comment in there on our uh, Q and AF episodes, which drop on Mondays, you can ask your question in the comments and we'll pick some from there as well. Other times we have CTI that comes out on Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, that stands for Cruise the Internet. That's where we put topics up on the screen. We speculate on what's true and what's not true. And we talk about how we, the people, need to be the solution to these problems going on in the world. Other times, we have Real Talk. Real Talk is just 5 to 20 minutes of me giving you some Real Talk. Other times, Full Length. Full Length is what you see when you watch most other podcasts. Uh, we bring in a guest. We have a conversation. And then we have 75 Hard Verses. 75 Hard Verses is when we bring someone in who has completed the 75 Hard program. Uh, we talk about how they were before, how they are now, and how you can use the 75 Hard program, which is the initial phase of the Live Hard program, to uh, recalibrate your entire life. So you can get that program for free, as well as the Live Hard program for free, in episode 208 of the audio feed. Okay, It's not on YouTube because uh, we just started YouTube this year. Uh, consistently uh, and maybe we'll drop that episode proactively eventually but i'm not sure anyway it's for free right now on episode 208 and if you want to buy the book the book is at andyforsella.com uh it's unnecessary all the info is in the podcast for free but if you're somebody that wants to know in-depth information uh like i am the book is very useful so you could check that out as well now we do have this thing on the show called the fee the fee means in exchange for me giving you valuable information about how to become uh, successful, better, uh, based on my 24 years, 24, actually 25 years here in January of business experience uh, that I give to you for free, I ask very simply that you share the show, all right? We're constantly being shadow banned. We're constantly being fucked with. And uh, if you don't share the show, the information doesn't get out. So I make a deal with you. I don't take ads for the show. And I ask you to share the show. I think that's pretty fair. You guys go listen to everybody else's show. You got 50 fucking minutes of ads. It's a bunch of bullshit. And then the reason those people can't speak out is because they have to uh, bow down to the people paying them. Well, guess what? I don't have to bow down to anybody. So I say whatever the fuck I want. In exchange for that, I ask you to share the show. So we have this little saying that goes like this. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. So what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, not much. Yeah. We're what's talking about movies before we got going here. Yeah. We're talking about how fucking stupid some of the new movies are. Yeah. Well, like, just like, like the new Ghostbusters. It, yeah, just comparing it to like, you know, yeah. 10, well, 15 years what ago. What was that movie you were just showing there? That was Scream. Yeah. No, that wasn't Scream. That was... Scream is the real movie. That was the scary, scary movie. movie. Yeah, scary yeah. movie. Both, yeah. honestly. Yeah, we were laughing our ass off at Doofy. Yeah, Doofy. Smell my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> my ass. <laughs> <laughs> guys, All right. guys, Andy, question number one. Andy. Uh, your message of personal excellence being the ultimate rebellion has become a new mission for me in my life. Um, but I need some some direction as all of those areas you talk about in my life need improvement. So do you have recommendations on which to tackle first, right? Like what's the priority? Physical fitness first, then financial independence, then overall mindset. I notice my life looks like shit. I just don't know where to start. 
Okay. Well, first of all, we have to recognize that being personally excellent uh, by no means means that you have to be like this perfect human being. All right. There's this, like I was reading the comments of the, uh, of the day in the life show and like they were very favorable. Right. Yeah. But I almost started to get the feeling like you all think I'm some kind of perfect motherfucker. Like, let me tell you something, bro. I struggle every fucking day. This shit is hard as fuck. Okay. In different areas, in different areas. Yeah. And over the course of my life in every area of my life, I've made mistakes. Okay. And I fucked up my life over and over and over again. All right. And this is called living a life. Because there's really only two ways you can learn over the course of your life. And one is by learning from other people's mistakes. And the other is making your own mistakes and learning from them. And so if you're making mistakes in your life and you find yourself in a place where, you know, you're not happy with who you are and what you've been doing, you have to realize that that's normal and that's okay. That doesn't mean you're a piece of shit. But if you do nothing about it and you become aware of it and then you choose to do nothing moving forward, that makes you a piece of shit. All right. So like if this guy here, yeah. like if you look around at your life and you're like, fuck, he's right. I do need to fix my stuff. And then you choose to continue to go down. Then you start to become a piece of shit. Right. And what you'll notice is, is that you never really feel bad about how you're living your life until you become aware that you're not living up to your own true potential and you're not actually trying to achieve it. And then you become aware, right? You accept that. Yeah. And then when you keep doing the old habits, then your self-esteem and your confidence and everything is driven into the dirt because you're aware that you're doing the things that are wrong. So understand that. This is not about perfection. This is about learning and moving forward and continuously becoming more and more and more aware so that we can continue to evolve. So don't beat yourself up, but just understand like it's time to do something about it. Yep. All right. Secondly, where do we start? Well, listen. Everything that we have in our life starts from our mind. It starts from, from where we are with our mind and then goes into our physical and then our mind and our physical lead to creating reality outside of that. So when you say, okay, my whole life is in disarray. My mental game is messed up. My physical is shit. Uh, my finances are poor, blah, blah, blah. We have to arrange those into a hierarchy of things to address, right? Yep. So when things flow from our brain to our body to the world, where would you say that we start? Start with your brain. Right. We start with our brain. Okay. And this is the purpose of the live hard and 75 hard program. All right. A lot of people call it a challenge. A lot of people think it's fitness. It is not that. It is an actual program that is designed for you. It's a tool for you to use to recalibrate your brain to create awareness around the conversations that you have inside of your brain that either tell you to actually follow through with things or to pass on things that you know that you should follow through. And we call those things the bitch voice and the boss voice, all right? And the bitch voice is the voice that you hear when you get home from work and you know you're supposed to train because you told yourself you were gonna work out and you're like, fuck, I'm tired. And, and then it starts in with this. Well, hey, look, you had a hard day. You worked really hard. You did all these things. You know, let's take it easy tonight. Let's order a pizza. And for sure, we'll start back tomorrow. And the reason that this voice is so bad and so damaging to us is because it happens again the next day. And then it happens again the next day. And then it happens again the next day. And sooner or later, when we're telling ourselves we're going to address all these things, the natural response as a human being is to kind of go hog wild when they don't hit the first day, right? So like, let's say you promised yourself, let's, today is a Monday, and let's just say you promised yourself today, today was gonna be the day that you started. And you're listening to this at eight o'clock at night, and you're sitting there and you're like, fuck, I'm, I really want a pizza, right? And 
So instead of like just ordering the pizza, right? What ends up happening is you're like, well, fuck, I'm starting again tomorrow. So I'm going to order the pizza and the fries and the wings and the ice cream, and I'm going to get it all in. And then tomorrow I'm going to start. Right. But what happens is you don't end up starting tomorrow. And tomorrow you tell yourself the same story. And so then this process repeats. And this is how you end up at 300, 400, 500 pounds with a total dissatisfied life, right? So becoming aware of the voice that tells us what to do in our brain is super important. And then we follow that by developing the skill set we need to listen to the voice in our actions in reality. And that's discipline, grit, fortitude, the ability to endure, the ability to persevere, uh, all of these things that we call and encompass what's called mental toughness, right? And then when we start to develop mental toughness because we're able to follow through on the actions that our boss voice is telling us, hey, no, bro, you told yourself today you were gonna get after it, get your fat ass off the couch and get on the fucking road and go do your work, okay? That's your boss voice. Ooh, that's an abusive voice. No, the abusive voice is the voice that tells you to keep eating like shit and to take it easy and to take, you know, give yourself a break. Motherfucker, you've been on a break for 10 fucking years. That's why you're life looks like shit right. okay so that's abuse. that's abuse yeah, 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 all right man. so when we talk about when we talk about the real voice that you should be listening to it's the voice that tells you to do the things that you know you're supposed to do and that's the voice that we have to become aware and tuned into and then we have to follow that up with the skill development mm -hmm. all right so most people's problem is not i don't know what to do most people know what to do they just can't do it Okay, so that's what that program's designed to do. That's why for 75 days, there is zero compromise. There is zero substitution. This is, you know, you are in or you are out. And a lot of people don't get it because they've turned it into their mind as some sort of fitness challenge or some sort of TikTok challenge. No, this is a mental recalibration program. And this is why when you go fuck with it and you're not qualified to fuck with it, oh, I'm going to make it a little easier. I'm going to make it more sustainable. You don't even understand the program. You don't even understand the point of it. And nor are you qualified to make those adjustments because the reason that your life, the re the whole reason you want to do this program is because you're dissatisfied with your life and your bitch voice is so strong that it's telling you to compromise the very thing that is going to fix this problem. All right. So when we think about like how to view this program, you should be viewing it as a tool that we use to recalibrate on as as needed basis. Yeah. Okay. And the live hard program is designed for you to go for 365 days and spend less than 50% of that time working on your sharpness. And if you spent less than half the year working on your sharpness every single year, and you were able to adhere to the plans that you lay out in front of you without compromise, what would your life look like? Okay, let's, let's have an honest question here. If you went back for the last five years of your life, and every single time you told yourself you were going to do something, I'm going to go on a diet, I'm going to get in shape, I'm going to build a business, I'm going to increase my income, I'm going to get more serious at my career, I'm going to be a better, uh, better partner in a relationship, uh, and you had done all those things, where would your life be? It would be completely different than where you're at now. Yeah. All right? So it's not that we don't know what to do or that we can't see the path, it's that we can't follow the path. And so what should you do first? I would take care of your mental first and then allow your physical to manifest along with it, which is what the program's all about. And then 
after that, and as you're doing that, you're going to notice all these other habits start to materialize and rise to the surface. Things like your ability to execute on your game plan for your career, your ability to execute on your game plan for your relationships, your ability to execute on your game plan for anything that you think needs to be improved is going to rise. And when you can execute on the plans in all these different areas, what do you think that does to the quality of your life? Yeah. It makes it better. Yeah. Okay. So... A lot of you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about when you talk about 75 hard, to be completely honest, because you saw some TikTok talk about it and like tell you it's this or it's that or some trainer that's threatened by it. Like I get this shit a lot too. A lot of personal trainers are threatened by it because it's free. Okay. So they go out and they trash it and they talk shit, not understanding that if I purposely designed the program so that you could plug in your programming, your meal plans and the training into the program, into the framework, and you will actually not just produce better results for your clients, but you will fix them permanently. And if you fix them permanently and get that by way, when I say fix them permanently, that doesn't mean you never do the program again. Fixing them permanently means becoming aware that they need to constantly sharpen their spear when it gets dull over the course of time. That's the only permanent fix it comes to when we talk about discipline, mindset, mental toughness. All these things are skills. These are perishable skills, just like swinging a golf club, just like shooting a pistol. If you do not practice every day, your, your skill set is going to diminish. Yeah. This is the same with discipline. It's the same with grit. It's the same with fortitude. It's the same with your confidence. It's the same with self-esteem. If you do not make investments into them, they get weaker. And when you become aware of the weakness happening and you are able to adjust track and fix it, how much more powerful do you become? That's actually the permanent solution of the program. Yeah. It's not that you do it once and you're fixed. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's an awareness and an understanding that for us to have these skill sets, we have to build the skill sets. They are not traits. They are skills. All right. So yeah, I think, I think one of the implications that people kind of miss over is like, you know, when you talk about, well, hold on, bro, think about this when, with these trainers, I want to get back to this yeah, shit. Yeah. The trainers who talk this shit, right? Why are they talking the shit? Because they want to sell you some shit and they can't sell you some shit. If you've got some other shit for free. Okay, so let's be real. What is their actual objective for you? Is the actual objective for you to fix you so that you could actually get better results? And by the way, it would be better for their business if they did that. If they actually fix someone to where they created the awareness and the person could self-regulate their own discipline, that person would associate that success to those trainers and then be your biggest advocates. So it's a bunch of short-sighted shit that these people do when they talk shit like and that. And you get a consistent And then they get blasted by the millions of people yeah. that have actually had success with the program. Yeah. So the point is, and a long answer, the, the short answer to the long answer is start with your mind. Do the program. Do it fucking without compromise. Don't make up your own rules. You're not qualified to make up your own rules. If you were qualified to make up your own rules, your life would look like mine, not like yours. Okay? So do the program exactly as it's fucking prescribed. And in 75 days, you will understand what I'm talking about now. And you will be a different human being. And every plan that you lay out in front of you from here on out will be a plan that you can stick to. And if you could stick to any plan that you decide to stick to, where are the limits in your power? There are none. Okay, so it's it, that's the thing. Yeah. So what were you gonna say? Well, I mean, one 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 connection I want to make to like you know for for people out there listening to that, right? Well, Andy, okay, I do I get my mind together. How's it gonna make me more money? You know, let's say you're an entrepreneur, you work for it for somebody. True or false? When you see a person that works for you and and you can just look at them and they take care of themselves, right? You could tell that they respect themselves. 
doesn't that translate to okay? Well, that person's probably going to do a pretty good job committing to whatever I have to them. That's that's every that's every listen, bro. Every human being understands what you're describing. Yeah. When you are, it doesn't matter if you understand this or you don't understand this. There is something mystical about walking into a room and being in better shape than everybody else. Yeah. People look at it and they say, "Holy shit, that person's got it together." That automatically raises your score in terms of your personal brand equity and what they think of you anywhere you go without saying a fucking word. Yeah, you might not be able to do shit okay. else. But now listen, <laughs> I know your mom tells you you're perfect. And I know your wife tells you you're fucking great with your dad bod. And I know this and that and this. I know all this shit, okay? But here's the reality. The truth is, is the better condition you are, the more respect you have without saying shit. And when that comes into who I want to do business with or who I want working for me or who I think, dude, that's a huge, it's a huge deal. Yeah. Our best performers in this building, you can look at them and tell who our best performers are. Real shit. Yeah. And that, it that equates. perfect sense, man, because, okay, if you're doing hard shit in, in the fucking gym. You know what hard work takes. You know what fuck you know input output. Like you know you understand that process. So it, it automatically translates into any facet of your life. I don't know one true high achiever that that doesn't understand what I just said. Yeah, I don't know one. Think of one high achiever. Think of one high achiever. I'm talking. I'm not talking about somebody who was born into it. I'm not talking about someone who inherited a family business. I'm not talking about someone who's won a lottery. I'm talking about someone who built something from fucking scratch. Built something from fucking scratch, and they've been doing it for a considerable amount of time, and it's come into something that is uh, universally respected as successful. I'm not talking about a small business that's kind of on its way. I'm talking about something that is undeniably a win. Who can you look at that doesn't follow what I just said? It's a requirement. It's a requirement, and and that's the way it is. I didn't make the rules, but to answer this man's question. Brain, body, reality. That's the flow. Okay? So fix the way you think, which will also fix your body, which will fix a whole lot of shit in the real world and give you the skills to adhere to any plan that you decide that you lay out uh, for your path. I love that, man. I love that. Guys, Andy, question number two. Andy, I am currently facing multiple decisions in my personal and professional life. Is there a way to differentiate between opportunities that require additional time and effort versus distractions that present themselves as opportunities. Have you found a, a, a sure method to help you notice the difference between those two? Things that are just completely wasting your time that look good versus things that actually are going to require time that, that, that can work out? I actually think this correlates to the last question I asked pretty well because it's, mm. it's, I think this is an awareness problem. All right. You don't want to be, uh, you know, the 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 squirrel that is always chasing the next new nut, right? Like yeah. that's that's what people do, and it's because it's not because they have trouble recognizing opportunities from distractions, so to speak, but it's more so they don't have the awareness to understand that their energy is a limited resource. Okay, so what I mean by that is this: you're working on the thing, right? Whatever the thing is that you're working on, you have to understand that unless you are at the peak level of that game and you have developed the infrastructure and the people and the systems and you are undeniably winning, you cannot afford to take energy off of that thing to do other things. It's just not reality. You are not that good. You are not that skilled. You are not that talented. And neither am I. And that's why it's important for you to understand that 
we only have so much energy to put into something. And let's just say we're working on a project, right? And this particular project we're working on is a project that a hundred other companies are also working on. All right. But we're putting all of our energy into this, into this and um, into this project. And these other companies, they're doing five other things or six other things or 20 other things. Right. And they don't have what I said, the foundation set up to do so. So you're talking about a dedicated 100% energy resource versus the splintering of energy resources that you're competing against. And when you are you, which none of you that are listening here are at the peak of your game, you're just not, because I'm not, none of us are, all right? Not, how many of you are running a fucking Nike or an Apple or a, a Amazon? Jeff Bezos, are you listening? Yeah, none of you are, okay? <laughs> so let's just get on the same page. We're all here. Yeah. So whatever it is that we have that we're focusing on, if we take our energy off of that, for the next thing or the next thing or the next thing, we're going to be still competing with people who are focusing all of their energy on that thing. And if we take our energy off of that thing and they keep theirs on that thing, it would be an arrogant assumption to assume that we can beat them with less than all of our energy. You understand? So you cannot make the mistake of assuming that you are better than the other guy, because if the other guy, even if he's less skilled than you and he puts all his energy in and you're only putting 80 percent in that guy can beat you that's the reality of competition all right so it's not about you know what's the distraction or what's the opportunity it's that you haven't exercised or fulfilled your your original opportunity to begin with which is why you're struggling and looking for other opportunities Mm -hmm. it gets a little hard you change correct and this is where people really fuck up their lives dude because this is what happens to them and this really happens to entrepreneurs or people with careers a lot all right they get into something they pour three years into it after the end of three years they're like fuck this is so hard. I want to do something else. So they they say, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to start something else completely different. They go over here. They put three years in. And after three years, they're like, fuck, this is hard. I don't want to do this. I want to start something else. And then they do that again for three more years. Now that's nine years of your life. Okay. We don't have unlimited opportunity here. And by the way, the person who was who started the same day you did, they have nine years of experience now. That same thing. Exactly. Oh. So like, dude, this is how competition actually works and people don't understand it because they bought into this idealistic bullshit on the internet that, oh, there is no competition. I'm just competing with myself. I'm just, bro, that's bullshit. You're competing in a real game and there's other players playing it. And if those other players put more energy into their craft than you put into your craft, they're going to beat you and you're going to struggle. And because you're not putting all the energy into your original opportunity, the way that it was laid out for you or the way that you went and grasped it, and you continue to flop from thing to thing to thing to thing, this is how you end up at 45 years old with nothing to show for it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's okay to do that once. It's, 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 it's maybe okay to do it twice when you're early in your 20s. But like, dude, if this is your game, you can't win. It's impossible to win. How can you, how can you complete a marathon if every time you get to mile 14, you fucking want to start over? Right. You can't do it. It's impossible. Okay? So this is not so much how do I... How do I recognize the between the opportunities and the wastes of time? This is more so how do I become aware that for me to win, I have to pour all my energy into the thing and stay on that thing. Yeah, I love that. So follow up on that, right? Nuances aside, okay, based off of that argument, is could you also argue too that like it doesn't matter what you do because the equation of success is universal. No matter what you do, whether you think it was a distraction or not, if you focus in on that, 
you can eventually reach uh, some level of high success. Yeah, because the game isn't the absolutely right. The, okay. If, you, okay. if you're operating with intent, yeah. Okay, there's people that operate with intent, right? What I mean by that is they're working. They do the work to produce an outcome, mm. like in the gym, right? Yeah. There's people that you see in the gym for five years that never look any different, and it's because their workouts don't have the proper intent. They're not working out to produce a result. They're working out to say they worked out. Mm. All right. Checking boxes. Correct. And so if you operate with the proper intent for long enough, no matter what the thing is, you're eventually going to be successful at it because the game isn't always and usually not who is the best. It's usually who can last the longest. Okay. Because when you start out on day one, and just like I described a minute ago, three years in, nine out of 10 of your competitors are quitting. Now you're only competing with one person. Right. Right. Now there might be a whole new group of people starting out on day one, but you're three years ahead of those people. Okay. And then you go another three years and maybe that person has quit. So now maybe you're the one of the only people doing it, right? Now there's other people doing it in other cities, but not in your town, right? right. Now all of a sudden you get to nine years or 12 years in and now there's only, there's only three other companies out here across the whole globe that are doing what you've done for as long as you've done it. And you're by default experienced, you've built the connections, you've stuck to it and you've been operating with intent. So by default, you're getting the business and you're becoming successful. And people get misconstrued and, and confused because they look on the internet and they see all these fake motherfuckers talking about how much money they make and how successful they are. And bro, let me let me ask you something. Send me a picture of their company. Send me a picture. Order their product online, not coaching, a product, their service. Where, where are their employees? Can we see their employees? Can we see their headquarters? Can we see their business? If the answer is no, you shouldn't fucking do anything with them because they're probably lying. They're out there standing in front of a rented lifestyle trying to pretend that there's something they ain't so that you'll make them rich. Okay, this is the game that is being played on the internet right now. And because it's being played, you guys see them as opportunities and you give up on the thing and you become one of the people that falls off and somebody else who's sticking with it, you're going to look back in six years and say, fuck, I should have stuck that through. Does this make sense? Absolutely, man. You have to look at it the right way. It's an awareness problem. It's not a how do I identify the 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 waste of time. Bro, everything's a waste of time if you're not at the top of your game. Okay? Like if you're not at the top of the thing that you're working on, then anything else is a waste of time. All right? And of course, there's nuance to this. Of course, there's things that you could break into that vertically integrate into your business and make them better, right? Like when I was doing retail, a natural alignment was after nine years of doing it was to start my own brand to sell in the retail. That's called vertical integration. That's a different thing. That's things within the thing. That's a whole different lesson plan. Yeah. And by the I way, yes. yeah, I was actually just going to say that. By the way, that's why we do Arate, yeah. okay? Ed Milet and I do Arate Syndicate, and you can go to aratesyndicate.com, and we cover all of this type of shit every single fucking week, and this is what we do. Yeah. We coach people through these kind of things because you guys go on the internet and you see these people who appear to be successful. Ask yourself, what have they built? What have they done? Okay? I don't care if they got some flash. I'm saying... Where is their company? Where is their employees? Where is their product or service? Can you order it? Is it known? How successful are they really? What have they built? Because if they haven't actually built anything, then their knowledge resource is going to be limited. All right? And this doesn't go for people coaching people to get their physical and all that shit better. That's a different thing. I'm talking about business. I'm talking about building a real business, a real fucking 
thing, not, you know, hacking some fucking lead funnel on the internet. I'm talking about real shit. Yeah. Okay. So that's my take, bro. There's, there's so much bullshit on the internet. Like, like there's more coaches on the internet than there is people to coach <laughs> more coaches. Than yeah. And it's, it's become this, <laughs> it's become this thing where people just do this because they can't make it any doing anything else. You know, so let me coach you how to get somewhere. Okay. But here's the thing. Yeah. You, you know, people will say, well, they're, you know, they're making, you know, this much money. Okay, that's fine. They're making that much income. That's like a tattoo artist getting paid to tattoo all the time. They got to put their time in this, that, and the other. If they were a real operator and they built a real business, they, they know that the equity and the, the value and the wealth, the real wealth is created on the equity value of their brands and the things they actually build. I build real companies. Okay. I got a whole bunch of them. It's not just first form. There's a whole bunch. Okay. So... I build real shit, and what I'm teaching you is real shit. Not fucking, you know, how to fucking hack Amazon drop shipping for a week. Like, that's not, we're not, we're talking about re building real things. Yeah. It's very important for you to be able to recognize the difference. I'm not saying that someone who is a coach who, you know, there's very few coaches out there that offer real value. There is a few, though. All right. I'm not saying they don't offer real value. I'm not saying they won't help you with your mental game. I'm not saying they won't help you get out of your own way and get going. But what I am saying is that when it comes to actually building something, you should be trying to learn from people who have actually built shit. And the internet fucks that up for you guys. Yeah. And because it's so flashy and so fucking quick and so you're, you're working on this thing and you're over here thinking like, damn, dude, look at all these guys doing all this thing. Bro, I did that for 10 years, man. I had to watch every single person I know go out and do better than me. It sucked. It was horrible. But guess what? Not a single one of those motherfuckers earns as much as I've earned in a fucking week at this point in my life. Okay? That is real shit. So all those people that I went out and fucking watched and had to listen to telling me to get a real job and to, you know, get realistic and when am I going to grow up and when am I going to do it? Those same people who told me that shit, okay, 20 something years ago, those same people now are wishing that they would have joined me then. You see? So you're going to get the last laugh. Don't think just because you're working on this thing right now and everybody else is out here smiling, you're seeing their highlight reel, bro. You're seeing their smiles. You're seeing what they want you to see. It's fucking marketing. This shit is hard and it takes time. It takes a lot less time than it took me because I didn't have the internet. I didn't have social media. Yeah. Okay? So focus in on the thing. Become great at the thing and understand that the game isn't you know, how many home runs I can hit. It's, it's bunts and singles and stolen bases. That's what the fuck it is over the course of 20 years. That's what it is. Can you order their product? Can you see their building? Can you see their employees? Are they known? How many companies have they built? What are they? Can I order from them? Right? Let's ask some qualifying questions. Stop just believing motherfuckers that post shit on the internet. That, it's very Fair simple. Shit. Guys, Andy, question number three. Hey, Andy, I've been in business for five years, and every year I've made progress. A few months ago, I had an old friend who owns a business, not necessarily a competitor, um, but he approached me asking about some inside logistics and information on how I run my business. I was more than happy to help, but a couple of weeks later, I noticed that they were not only copying the information I gave them, but also copying little small details that only our company does. What do you think I should do to address the situation? Should I just stop sharing information with them and cut him off completely or continue to work with them and only share selected information? 
Well, look, um, I share things with my friends, okay? Like when I talk to Ed or I talk to Alex Ramosi or I talk to any of my friends, we share information with an explicit understanding that we're not just going to straight fucking copy each other and rip each other off, okay? <laughs> we, we understand Ed's brand, Alex's brand, all different things, different ideas can work within the brand. But unfortunately, most people don't understand that because they're just in this rush to make as much money as possible. So they can't understand that they have to create their own brand and then use tips and tricks within their own brand. Okay. So in this scenario, and this has happened to me before too, where I've shared in goodwill and then had someone just straight up rip off my shit. Um, verbatim sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it happens all the time. There's, there's a, there's a fucking new, it, I don't yeah. even want to get into it. Yeah. It's all the time. Like I have to send out fucking lawsuit letters every single week because of the, the level of copying that people do on my shit. Um, so here's the thing. They've already displayed that they're not trustworthy enough or intelligent enough to apply the information that you're giving in a specific way. Mm-hmm. All right. So immediately cut off sharing anything with them. And furthermore, understand that you're going to continue to do your thing and then they're not going to understand what you're doing, okay? And this brings us into like a further, a deeper discussion because people always say this saying and it gets on my fucking nerves so bad. You know, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. No, it isn't. It's a fucking form of you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Okay, you you can't think of an original idea, so you got to steal it from people. And so there's a number of reasons why you don't want to straight up copy someone's shit. And I'm going to break them down for you. Okay, first off, you have no idea if what they're doing actually works. When you look at a brand and like I just said in the previous question, you don't know who's who. There's a lot of people out here who are fake. And if you choose to copy the wrong person, all right. You're copying on, it's like copying a math test when you're in school. Like you don't know if the person to the right knows what the fuck they're doing. So you're copying something that you don't even know works. That business or that company or that person could be massively in debt and on the verge of failing. And because you don't want to go out and develop your own brand and you think they're doing well, you're copying a faulty play. Okay. Yes. Which is very dangerous. All right. Second point is if you do copy a brand, if you do end up copying a brand and saying, you know, okay, you pick the right one who actually knows what you're doing, you have to understand that there is a time-lapse framework to the ideas between when the idea has first come up with and when the idea is seen in public. And that's usually about a year to two years, all right? Maybe three. So what does that mean for you when you copy someone's end result on the internet, right? You see a brand, let's just say like mine, and you're copying it, okay? But what you don't understand is that I already have the next two to three years planned out and I'm working on those things now. So what you're copying is actually a version of what I was working on two to three years ago, which means you're always going to be two to three years behind no matter what I do. And that's not a good place to be. All right. So not only do you not know if it's working or not, if you do happen to fucking pick one that's working, you put yourself in a position where you you are automatically always behind. Always. Forever. Okay. Third. People recognize a copycat brand. People recognize that immediately. Like you think you're fooling everybody? Dude, people are smart. They understand. And so when they look at you and they say, okay, that person is just a different version of that, all right, instead of being the market leader in what you do, 
what happens is your brand equity automatically shrinks and you get slotted as a copycat and never get the respect that you're looking for and the brand never grows the way you want it to grow. And so when you hear people say, imitation is the highest form of flattery, understand those people don't know what the fuck they're talking about, okay? Because imitating another brand when you don't know what the fuck is actually going on is very risky and highly damaging and probably going to end up with you and whatever it is you're working on going broke. All right. So for this person here, stop talking to them, understand that they're going to steal everything they can from you. Stop giving them any help and they will fail on their own because it's clear in my mind from the information that you've just shared that they don't know what they're doing and they're looking for a hack or looking for a quick fix or looking to copy and let them go copy someone else and learn this lesson on their own. They're probably never going to learn it. These people will probably never be able to innovate, never be able to create, never be able to think, never be able to be original. Now, I'm not saying you can't let other brands influence you. I'm not saying you can't like say, okay, I like the way those guys do that one thing we can get better at that one thing in this way and then getting better in your own way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or using the negatives like, hey, this company did that. That fucked them up. Don't Correct. do that. Correct. Yeah, that Correct. Make, yeah. It works on the plus and the minus. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But here's the thing. This copying shit, like it's not going to work. Okay. This is why like you see, you see this on fucking it. I'll just use Alex because we just talked about him. You see all these people trying to copy Alex's content. The same text, the same content flow. Yeah. Motherfucker, there's only one Alex. Yeah, the tank top. Okay? And this dude has went out and built real shit. Okay? And I can tell you because I know he's working on shit that you don't even know about yet. So everything you're copying is the old shit. So if you're copying the old shit and he's coming out with new shit, where does that place you? It places you below. And every single person that sees your shit says, that guy's just trying to rip off Alex. And then what happens? Nobody respects you and your content never goes. And if you apply this concept that we're talking about with content to actual business, it's parallel. It's the same thing. Okay? So cut that dude off. Stop giving him any information. It's it's totally okay to share information with their friends if they their understanding if they understand brand enough to know like, okay, this technique works over here for me in this other way, it's the same thing, but I'm doing it in our brand's way, right? It has to be aligned with the brand. So, you know, too many of you guys, you don't give credit enough to the person who's actually doing it as a smart, intelligent person. And let me, let me think how, like, let's yeah. be real. How fucking stupid do you feel now for copying people after I just described all that? You should feel really fucking dumb, yeah. okay? Because it's going to kill you. And the reason your shit isn't working and the reason nobody's resonating with your content and the reason that, you know, your product's not going is because everybody recognizes exactly what you're doing. You're not fooling anybody, okay? So what's the, what, so, okay, we all got all that. So what's the solution to that? The solution to that is be original, be authentic, okay? Authenticity is the most powerful thing that you could have as a personal brand and a company. Be who you are. Take some time and decide, who am I? Who do I want to be? Okay? Like when First Forms first started getting out the gate, like back in 2012, like we started in 09, but like it started like picking up steam in 12, we had to make like conscious decisions about what our brand was. And at the time, bro, all the big brands were like either in South Florida or out in California, right? And everybody down in South Florida looked like they were from Jersey Shore, okay? They all had like slick back hair and they wore tank tops and they were all jacked, right? And everybody in California looked the same way, but, you know, liberal, okay? Like, let's be real. So... So we're like, we're like country dudes from Missouri, right? Yeah. And we're like, fuck, what are we supposed to do? Like walk, slick our hair back and walk around tank tops? Like, no, 
We're going to be who the fuck we are. We're regular people trying to do some regular shit, trying to help people. And guess what? That made our brand authentic over the course of the last fucking 14 years. Okay. And that's still who we are. We're just regular people out here working hard, trying to help people get results. So like, dude, just because you're not what someone else is, doesn't mean what you're doing won't work. In all likelihood, it means it will work even better if you just lean into that. Does that make sense? Yeah. So most, you guys got to put some thought and some development into who the fuck you are and what you stand for and where you come from and let those things resonate into your brand, not just your personal brand, but your actual business. Mm. So how much energy would you say you, you should divert um, or invest, I guess, in this area, like as far as like, you know, going to these people who are doing the copycat, right? Because like, if it's going to fail on their own- anyway, Oh, I wouldn't say shit. Yeah. I would just not stop answering their texts. Like yeah. I would stop answering their question. Like, look, dude- when less I, available. Look, dude, like I said in the first question, you only have so much energy. So any energy you set, spend confronting this person about them stealing your information is energy you're taking off the thing, okay? So don't spend any energy. Just stop answering their question. Doesn't mean you have to burn them down. Doesn't mean you have to go on the internet and talk some shit. Like, bro, just stop the connection. Let them go figure it out. They'll find someone else to copy and they'll continue to make the mistakes that I just laid out for you forever. And you won't have to worry about them. Yeah. All right. That's how it works. So stop answering their fucking texts. You can still be you can still be friendly with them, but you have to remember anybody who's taking from you in that way, they're not your friend. They're not your friend. You're doing a goodwill to actually help this person. And instead of that person actually doing the work and saying, fuck, how does this actually work for my brand? How do I take this and do that? Okay. Instead of just taking your shit and making it their shit, that's a big difference. That's somebody taking from you. Your friends will not take from you. Your friends will only give to you. They will only help you win. So, so you could still be friendly. You could be nice. You could say hi when you see them. You could even send them memes and joke around and, and, and be all that. But when it comes to the actual helping of their business, stop. Because they have displayed very clearly that they do not respect your shit. They, they want to take from you. And the whole reason they're probably friendly with you in the first place is so that they can get close for that information. You know how many people try to get close to me so they think that I'm going to give them some secrets? Motherfucker, you can't do what I do. I could give you the whole playbook. And by the way, I've been doing it for eight years and not a single one of you motherfuckers has come and got me because you can't because I'm authentic and I'm me and you ain't me and you ain't ever going to be me. This is why so many people point to me every single fucking day on the internet to these people. They're like, look, that dude's trying to be like Frisella. No shit, but I don't care about it. I'm not going to call him out about it because I understand that by them trying to be like me, they're going to stay right where they are and I'm going to keep going. I love that, man. All, All right. right. Fucking love it, man. Guys, Andy, that's three. All right, go pay the fee. On the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know. Headshot, case closed.